Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is David Gornell, founding member of Welshire UK. In this podcast, I want to give you a little bit of an introduction into Welshire UK. I will give you an insight into why I started Welshire UK, how it came about. I'd also um, want to direct you, obviously, to our website. You may have got to our website, and this is where you could be listening to this uh, podcast. I've decided to do them as podcasts rather than videos at the present time. I quite like the idea of people being able to download a podcast and maybe pop it on a stick or whatever and listen to it in the car or download it to your phone and listen to it maybe later at night when you've got a bit of quiet time. I think it's um, a great way of listening to information and uh, getting a good feel of what someone is trying to say to you rather than being the distraction of videos. I am hoping to do some videos, got some great things planned for the future. But as we've just started off, I really wanted to get this idea of doing the podcast so we can link them into the uh, live streaming and the roundtable discussions, which I'm hoping to have with members to sort of thrash out these ideas that we're hoping to have. Our website is www.wellshareuk.org. And obviously, if you go there, it'll give you a bit more information about what we're uh, planning to do and our ideals and basic idea of what Wellshire is about. Obviously, there's a clue in the name. Wellshire is about how we can get around to sharing the wealth. And I don't really think that it's shared out in equal measures. And I think a lot more could be done to deal with this problem. A lot of people don't like the idea of movements. They, they have this thing about leaders and you follow a movement. And of course, the movement implodes. It sort of stumbles. It has its problems. It often has agendas that maybe were not as uh, sort of upfront as they should have been, perhaps. I do make a big point of it not being political. I think this is important. I know you could argue that there's no such thing as not being political. Uh, and I get that. We all kind of are political in some ways, but I didn't want the movement to be part of that. We are not looking for power. One thing, um, though, I did think would be very beneficial to Welshire UK would be to um, run for local council. I think local councils are kind of underplayed a little bit. And Welshire, the, the local council will become the powerhouse because Welshire is about getting money down to people but we need some kind of organisations, a sort of a framework to deal with this given power, if you will. And I think local councils, this is where they will come in. And I think local councils know what local people want. One of the, the great things that I think could come out of Welshire is the fact that we are looking to get money diverted to people and areas because only people who live in those areas know what those areas need. Another thing we um, make a big thing of on the website, and it's a big part of Welshire, is that we de differentiate between a job and work. I would like to see the end of jobs, that people would no longer have a job as such. They would just do work. And I think this is very important to be part of Welshire. It's the only way it's really going to work is, to, is for us to differentiate between a job and work. Most people see the value of work. They see the value of going to work to meet other people. 
and how it broadens our horizons and how it makes our weekends good. It sounds corny, but you know, at the end of the day, we are industrious humans and we are quite industrious. We want to be doing things. Most people do. Not everyone. I'm not saying everyone does, but most people do. So if you're not forced to do something you don't really want to do, well, she will give you the opportunity to do things you want to do. One of the main things, obviously, is this idea to construct a new financial system. No mean feat, of course. <laughs> we're, not, we're not kidding ourselves that this is an enormous undertaking. However, we do stand on the shoulder of giants. There's a lot been done before us. And really, when you look out in the world, there's a lot being done now. It's really a case of con connecting the dots and getting people together. Really, there's some wonderful work being done by all sorts of people. What we need is an impetus. What we need is a, some kind of way that we all pull together and look for these solutions. I believe it can be done. We may not achieve it. We don't know what the future lies for someone like Welshire. But one of the key things of Welshire is being able to give up and share, you know. You've got to get this thing in your mind of, of not wanting to have absolute control of everything, which is one of the reasons why we will never have a leader as such, just because I'm a founding member and I was the guy who put the... That's fairly relevant. Um, we don't want leaders. We're not looking to elect a prime minister, are we? Or anything like that. So this is what this, the, the, the Welshire is all about. It's about sharing. It's about coming up with new ideas and, and you know, sort of getting people together. There is so much being done out there. Um, so much wonderful stuff being done. Social media is a fabulous thing. It has its dark sides. We know it does. I'm not overly big on social media, but I know its power. And I know what a fabulous tool it could be in the right hands. We Obviously, we've talked about new ideas. We want people to come with the ideas. I, I believe that there are people out there with the solutions. It may not be me, but it, it, there will be people out there who've got some great ideas. I've talked to people who've got fabulous ideas. One of the problems is just starting. Where do you start? And this is why I built the site, because I just met so many people who had all these great ideas but quite frankly, didn't know what to do and looked at the work involved and thought, this just is too overwhelming. So I just thought, well, the best thing I could do is just to take the first step. Just literally take it one day at a time and not look at too many big things, not try to solve too many big problems immediately. Just take every day, every step further forward, and it wouldn't matter how long it takes so long as we're doing something. And this reflects in why it is Welshire UK. I want us to concentrate on the UK. Very often movements end up worldwide, global movements. and wonder why they sort of struggle a little bit. Really, it's hard enough dealing with a UK problem without us trying to solve the problems of foreign countries we know nothing about. My actual dream... And this is the real dream of Welshire, that we see Welshire FR in France or, you know, Welshire US of A. And, you know, that each country does their own version of Welshire. This is the absolute goal of what I could see. And so they all do their own version of it because, of course, different countries have different ways of doing things. And this is what's important because we can learn off each other. 
this works here, this works here, this doesn't work. This community tried this and it didn't work very well. Yet this community tried it. It worked perfectly well because of the location where they lived or they did this. Or, and this is where I think it's going to be very exciting. Social media, obviously, is going to be the driving force behind it. However, I don't want it to be an internet-based system. I want it to be out in the street. My vision is that people will meet out in public, hopefully not even in buildings. I really believe that we could meet in parks, we could meet in town centres, on, on flag markets and places like that, where people, small groups of people can come and chat about things and then the rest of the world can see us chatting and talking about things and, and, and sort of communicating. Because I want people to be real, you know. We've all been there on social media. We know that many people... They build an alias, they build a character, they hide behind that character. It's not long before they become that character and they can say and do whatever they want. They can, they, the trolls, we know the trolls are there. And for them, it's kind of a bit of fun. And we, in some ways, you should be denying them that fun, but it can be very destructive to be on site and, and, and see this sort of thing. So I, I really, really, really need to, come up with a good system of, of how we can all meet in small groups and then um, hopefully once a year maybe we could meet in a huge group. But I love this idea of seeding pods and there's pods around the country. Because, you know, it's all about getting money to people. So the people in Cornwall know what Cornwall needs and the people in Edinburgh knows what the Edinburgh people need. You know, it's about areas. all Because I want to go to Cornwall and see Cornish people. I don't want them to be like me. <laughs> I want to go to Wales and see Welsh people and I want to go to their villages and see how they live. I, I, I don't want them. I don't want to even go and see a shop there that I've seen before. I want local trade making things and saying, this is, you know, this is how we make our ice cream or this is, I know it sounds ridiculous, but we've got to bring this diversity back to life. This is living. This is how we should be doing things. And I think that little drop of money, relatively small amount of money that was be continuously for life with people would, would facilitate this. And all I ask is, if you list, you're still listening to this podcast, that you think about what that would mean. A big part of the site, you will notice on the site, I have an area called The Key. Now, this was a concept that came to me and I thought, well, because one or two people were saying, hmm, but aren't you sort of New World Order? You kind of want the government to give me a handout and you want this and you want that. And so I thought, well, maybe these people are correct and that, in fact, getting their perceived as a handout, I don't call it that, of course, they perceive that of maybe incorrect and that we would be beholden to those giving us the money when, in fact, it isn't. It's a share of the wealth. You know, we've all contributed to build all these roads and infrastructure. Our parents did, our grandparents did. There are lots of people who gave their lives for this country. Whatever your views on that is, it still happened. And I believe that subsequent generations should receive a share of that wealth. The ability of this country to make the profits that it's making is as a result of us building this infrastructure. Remember, this tax was taken off us. 
actually forcibly, you know, you have to pay your tax. Now, and it's not a, a, a tiny sum, you know, for the average person, it's around 37% of their income. And I think that's very conservative. For people who are in professional jobs and industries, it's close to 42%. And I still find that to be very conservative. But apparently these are the sort of figures we should look be looking at. So a good deal of your earnings goes into building this infrastructure. And I just think people do deserve a um, share of that wealth. I'm hoping that there'll be no welfare. Welfare will disappear because you won't need welfare when you've got this income for life. Now, this income, of course, is for everyone, rich or poor. Everybody gets it. It's, there's no thing about who gets it, who doesn't get it. And obviously, some people are very rich and they think, well, what would that would mean to them? But they would use that money with however they want to use it. If they want to put it into arts, they want to sponsor people in education, they want to guru people in business, whatever they want to do, I think they would do with that money. Some people, it would be the bedrock of their existence in the sense that it would make a large sum of maybe their income up. Because, of course, we wouldn't need to earn quite as much on our jobs. The whole pay structure would be turned on its head. Um, I don't want to go into too much of this at the moment because that'll be another podcast and because it's a very big subject and obviously um, I want to spend some time on it. I wanted to try and explain how I sort of went down this route. What was the catalyst? And I really thought hard and there's been probably three sort of big moments that, that sort of in my lifetime that I thought was kind of towards all this. I think the first was the wall coming down, Berlin. The, the night that that wall came down was quite, I felt for me personally, quite a, a momentous sort of night because the, just the thought that somebody one day had to say, you know, we're wrong. And somebody just put a pen to a piece of paper and said, we've been wrong all along or it's wrong now and we have to make change, knock it down. And if, if you could even imagine what it must have felt like that night in East Berlin, when somebody said, oh, it's now open, uh, people would have not believed them. Now, I was there about three or four months after it, it, it came down and people were still looking over their shoulders because, you know, we were studying No Man's Land and, he, you know, three or four months earlier, you would have been shot dead. There was tourists everywhere. Um, so I think that was a, a momentous a sort of moment. The other two were a bit closer to home. I remember walking through Manchester. I was out shopping and it was a hot day and very busy. And a young lady approached me in the street with a clipboard, wanted me to sign something. I sort of brushed past her and just, no, thank you. And then as I got down the street, I looked back and I realised it was an anti-war a petition they were trying to stop the war in Iraq I felt terrible all day and I wanted to go back and never did I never got round to it and for months after and probably still to this day I remember not her disappointment or anything like that but just the fact she went and asked somebody else as I was walking down the street that these people were out in the street doing something and I could not even 
spare five seconds to, to look at what she was trying to do. And that really stuck with me awfully for a lot. And still to this day does that I could not have even given a signature. And maybe if there were more people who did spend that five seconds, there could have been an end to it. And maybe it didn't happen. We can't say that, but, you know, it sort of came to mind that the problem is people like myself that had just let that slip by and I didn't make the effort to go back and go, here's my signature. And in more recent times, I think when the students were protesting about the university fees, that was only a few years ago, of course, and how appalling they were treated by the police and the government. It, it culminated in the police charging them on horses. This was just a sight I saw on TV that I could not believe I was seeing. And I generally thought, well, tomorrow's going to be a great day because all the mums and dads are going to turn up and the police are going to have to deal with some very angry mums and dads wanted to know why the police turned up with riot shields and buttons and, you know, and of course nothing happened. The mums and dads kept the kids at home. And I think this again was a big moment. I kind of thought when youngsters can't protest peacefully about having to pay these fees and our police turn up with riot shields. I thought there's something very wrong in what we're doing. There's no doubt there's something wrong here. No matter what side of the political bench you're sitting, this cannot be right, that people cannot just go and protest. And, and you know, it was one of those moments where I thought, now I do know for a fact I don't need to go to conspiracies. This is happening right in front of us on our TV. So I think that was another, was probably the three sort of moments that was the catalyst for uh, Wilshire. It has been a long time coming because the, the, I've had to spend an awful long time trying to work out how it could be done. Was it worth doing it? Was it actually worth doing it? But... Time will tell. I hope you can join us. Um, go to the site. You can just um, sign up for a mailing list. And, we'll, and, and as we make things, we'll, we'll just contact you as things move and we can keep you in, in, in contact. Um, it'd be great if we could get you as a member. Just it's free to sign up. It's a secure site. We are very, very cautious about security and things of that nature. One of the reasons why I want members is because to be quite frankly, I want it to be a members only sounds a little bit odd, but I just, I didn't really want it to be in the public domain. I don't want this to be a fist fight and I'm sure certainly not going to spend every night dealing with people coming and trolling. I like a lively discussion, but it isn't something I want to see on websites. I've been on sites like that where people are abused and uh, it's, it's not going to be on Welsh or UK. We're, we're going to be a site that's, uh, going to have great discussions. We're going to have great roundtable discussions and, and live streaming. And then we can present these cases uh, to the world that they can listen to. And this is why I'm quite like the podcast format. Because, you know, I've been on Google Hangouts and things like that, and it's sort of Thursday night and it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm feeling dreadful. And I sometimes, and I've often thought, I wish, wish, wish we were just doing audio because, you know, you can you know, sort of relax a little bit and you can get up and disappear and come back. And 
and this is why I'm really keen to try and get this format together so we can hear what people have to say and people maybe not be as nervous um, having to put a camera in their faces uh, and they can just chat and, 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 we, and it could be a very, very powerful thing. We have the forum, of course, which is great for people to, uh, members, the members can um, make their uh, views heard on that and hopefully that'll be great for discussions because the forum is designed specifically for people to add in comment and to sort of chat with each other backwards and forwards. So until the next um, podcast, which will be podcast number two, um, thank you and thank you for listening.